The World Show with Nikki B. If you missed it live, catch the podcast on kaya959.co.za. I'm Nikki B. Thank you for being with me. And right now, I'm very excited to be uh, crossing over to a sister um, who over the years I've come to know as my sister because she is the daughter of a man who definitely was one of my greatest inspirations, Brahuma Sakela. So welcome to the World Show, Pule Twala. Welcome, Pule. Hello, Nikki. Thank you for having me on. Yes, it's my absolute pleasure. And I, I, I didn't say anything. I didn't let anyone on the show know yet. I thought I'm going to leave it to you to explain where you've just come back from and what you were doing there. <laughs> okay, no pressure. Thank you so much, Nikki. So um, we've just come back from New York. And um, I, as much as I'm Hugh Masekela's daughter, I'm also um, a member of the Hugh Masekela Heritage Foundation. And we run a few projects that honor him, but that also honor South African musicians and, and, and our heritage. And what we do is that we partnered with the South African Tourism to highlight um, Hugh's work, I think in the world, on the continent, and obviously in the country, as um, an icon, a messenger, a, a, a cultural activist who deserves to be uh, honored the way that he was uh, this past weekend. So on the 16th of April, he was uh, inducted into the Jesuit Lincoln Center Hall of Fame. And it was a beautiful um, honor to receive on his behalf and I think on behalf of the continent and of the country. Well, you know, I was so happy to see this because and to see that there was the involvement, obviously, of the foundation, which has been doing ongoing work since you left us. Mm -hmm. But also Mm -hmm. to see the involvement of South African tourism, because personally, and I don't know, maybe you have something to say about this, but personally... I always felt that Brahu never got the flowers he deserved from this country while he was yeah. still alive. Um, yeah. And that was something that upset me a lot over the years because of the work he did for all of us, you know. Yeah, I agree with you, Nikki. I think who Brahu got the flowers from were really the people, you know. Um, when Brahu was in festivals and concerts and uh, and uh, on walking on the street with him was a nightmare. The people <laughs> really loved him and they honored him and they, you know, they told him. And I think to some degree that was satisfactory to him because we always do want the institutions and, you know, people in higher places to honor our people who did the work, especially also for the liberation of the people. But yeah, it's a tricky one. So I have to say one thing, kudos to not only the people of South Africa, but even people uh, in the media. I mean, yourself who's been in, you know, who's been in the media as long as you've been, he didn't see you as somebody in the media. He saw you as a friend, you know, as a sister, and, and he loved everybody he interacted with, people who promoted African music and Africanness and culture and so forth. So I think... It is important to acknowledge all of you and to acknowledge, like I'm saying, the people. Uh, but like you're saying, it was very important that we, when we did, you know, start the relationship with SA Tourism and started 
you know, cooking up what way we could collaborate, that SA Tourism was so enthusiastic. And they were, I mean, they were even running ahead of us in terms of the ideas that they had, they had about it. And especially Jerem Pufani, who works at their New York-based office, he was amazing. He was a champion of ongoing discussions we started in the pandemic and led us to, you know, to last weekend where he was inducted into uh, the Hall of Fame and it was followed by a celebration at the Disease Club at the Lincoln uh, Centre, which was just so gorgeous. It just felt so South African. It yes. felt so South African. We had uh, Mandlam Langeni leading the band. Um, you know, Lisedin Zani was there with him. We have uh, students from the Manhattan School of Music, or rather who are in the Manhattan School of Music as one of the projects done by the Humasikela Heritage uh, Foundation, which is a scholarship. And so three of the, the Humasikela Heritage Scholarship. So three of the students actually performed with Mandla and a few other New York-based um, uh, uh, musicians that were there. And you were mentioning uh, Moses earlier, yes. and it was just so exciting on the eve of Moses's birthday to see Zoe Mulelekwa on stage, who's one of the recipients of the scholarship, playing when his father had actually played with uh, Hugh. So yes, that's it's beautiful. just so big and so beautiful and so not about all of us and just what, you know, the heavens are saying about how how important this is. And in terms of the Hall of Fame itself, um mm-hmm. You know, tell us a little bit about that. Who, who are? On, do you know who else has been uh, credited with this honor? What kind? Because this is an, of an international standing. Yeah, yeah. Um, what is important, uh, Nikki, is to know that it's actually, he's actually the first African, and obviously wow. then South African to be inducted into that Hall of Fame. So that was quite amazing. It is a sea of musicians, one of the ones that 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 stood out. So it is mostly American musicians. One of the ones that stood out was um, Louis Armstrong yes. because of the history that he and Louis Armstrong have. Absolutely. And we traveled from uh, South Africa here with his horn in a backpack, obviously <laughs> in short, but uh, we were just like, you can't ship that thing. We have to have it on our person. And so what was beautiful is that we displayed the horn there that he received when he was 17, which was shipped to him by Louis Armstrong um, and, you know, uh, through the Trevor Huddleston's involvement in in the Huddleston band and the young men, which also included uh, Jonas Guangua. So it was beautiful to see his name and picture up there and Louis Armstrong's name and picture up there and this, uh, this horn that crossed oceans and got into the hands of a young 17-year-old. Now, both of them sitting in this uh, Hall of Fame. So yes. I think that's that's who stood out the most for me. And that's that, that was the magical moment for me to stand in that place and say, wow, this is this is quite big. It is. And I remember, Bryce, you talking to me not once, but on a couple of occasions when I spoke to him about his greatest inspirations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there he is with one of the people he considered one of his greatest inspirations. I thank yes. you so much for the work that you are continuing through the Huma Sekela Foundation because, um, you know, Brahu's contribution, as you touched on, as I mentioned, uh, actually last week they were interviewing me and speaking about Brahu, uh, his contribution is immeasurable. His contribution 
to mm-hmm. uh, being a groundbreaking jazz musician, which really changed the face of, of what we hear today. His contribution yeah. as a person, but also as a, as a humanist, if I can say, and a, a yes. human rights yeah. activist, but also as somebody mm-hmm. who we have to acknowledge that as an artist was instrumental in bringing us change in this country. Um, he yeah, was definitely. one of the most important people. Definitely. He was, he was amazing in that the work that him and his peers like Miriam Makeba, Kaifa Semenya, Jonas Gwangwa did because more than anything, um, that was a lot of time spent away even from their families and from their homes. So it, the, in, the work, as you're saying, is so immeasurable. And one thing also about Hugh that I always bring up, which is so important, is that he was such a big collaborator. So aside from just what he did, he loved to bring people in. He loved to you know to put people up and we know him he's been one of the biggest collaborator of not only his peers but young people Tandiswa Mazwai, uh, Black Coffee, Mafigi Zolo he's just yeah he that's I think the humanist part of him and 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 the activism of having intergenerational conversations and not you know keeping things just in one place and uh, and, and and they never merge and that was very that was very something very amazing to watch him do because he loved the company of young and old. Thank you so much for speaking to us today and for continuing the legacy of uh, the great Yumasakela. Thank you, Pula, for joining thank us. Thank you so much, Nikki, and thank you, Kai FM, for having us on. Sure, I'm going to uh, end this feature with... Um, actually, I wanted to play a whole lot of you, but of course, Bongezi was up next. <laughs> but I think I've got to do a tribute to him, as in play the song Bo Masakela, because it is a song about the clan, the family, and uh, this version that I'm going to play was done, I think it was 1964. It was a breakthrough wow. album, a breakthrough live performance, uh, and an album that, although it took a couple of years for uh, people to realize uh, the depth of this music, because nothing like this had ever been played, until one DJ in, in, in the California started playing it uh, and the album then a few years later went absolutely huge and changed the face as I said of uh, African jazz so it's uh, Bo Masakela from Brahu Masakela may his spirit soar and his soul rest in peace it's off the album called The Lasting Impressions of Uga Booga which was originally called The American Americanization of the Ooga Booga, but that was too controversial, so they changed the <laughs> <Yeah>. name. <laughs> Thank you so much, Pula, for chatting to us Thank today you, and sharing this beautiful occasion. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye bye. Bye. The World Show with Nikki B every Sunday from six to nine PM on Kaya nine five nine.